0: joined by Neil Martin, estate agency guru and performance coach for estate and letting agents. Thanks for joining me today, Neil. Good to be here as always, Chris. Pleasure. Question is this, the last two years in estate agency has been absolutely easy, like shelling peas. Yep. If the market toughens, it's going to be hard for estate agents. Yep. What's going to happen? Talk to me. So, here's my view, okay? We've had summer. The last few years, yeah. Like, the last few years, it's all here's, been summer. Here's, a tip. here's something that will interest you. Estate agents, in the last two years since lockdown, have earned over £7 billion worth in estate agency fees. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That's a hell of a lot of money. That's a hell of a lot of money.
1: And let's get slightly controversial and talk about why. Because Christmas is normally the thing that actually makes a lot of people want to move yeah either because they go oh i love you let's move in together or they go i can't stand you anymore and i need to move out lockdowns were basically extended christmases weren't they mm-hmm. Yeah, and they forced a lot of people to go. Is the home, you know, even if it wasn't a change in relationship status, it was a: Is the home we're living in the right home for us to be in? Then we've had all kinds of government initiatives and incentives that have helped the market, you know, stamp duty and low interest rates and all kinds of stuff. It's changing. It's changing, and it's going to be changing rapidly, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, we've had summer. Right now, we're in autumn, even if people haven't realised yet. So we need almost like Sean Bean on on, in. Game of Thrones on his, on his sword saying, winter's coming. I've never watched it, but
1: yeah. I've never watched the programme, so I don't know about the show. the third B. series, but
0: they, after that, but yeah, winter's coming. But
1: winter is coming. Are you ready for it? You know, we're, we're seeing rising costs on everything. <clears throat> we're seeing increasing fuel costs. We're seeing, you know, all your energy prices. That's being passed on to everything else. We're seeing, you know, I think we're just starting to see the fallout from the impact on businesses of the pandemic you know we're just starting to see that you know the number of businesses that I've spoken to not necessarily in the estate agency and letting agency market because that's been boom but the number of businesses I've spoken to in other industries where it's been really tough for them and some of them are struggling to keep their doors open you know I've done quite a lot of work in the um like personal training and gym space there's gyms that I've worked with that aren't there anymore because what what do gym members do when they couldn't go to the gym they stopped paying their gym membership. Mm. What did some of the landlords do? They put the rent up. They put the rent up when the client hasn't actually got an income. The gym doesn't exist anymore. You know, I've come across several models like that. Retail businesses. You know, um, we're, all, we're all familiar with hospitality being hit. You know, there's lots of businesses. That has on, knock-ons on all of the people that work in those businesses and their families. Combination of rising costs, combination of, you know, some of the incentives being taken away coming to an end i think the market's about to get harder thing is it doesn't look like it yet because we're filming this in june 22 yeah and it doesn't look like it yet right now it still looks easy because right now you know you get a you get some stock on your books it's gone before you get a chance to really do anything with it it's just the way it is you know if you're someone that's trying to move
0: house whether that's to rent or to buy, it's really hard to get a property right now. So what, is the, what do estate agents and letting agents need to prepare for? My own view, market like you're in winter already. What does that actually
1: mean? Be more visible. I mean, it's the same advice I actually gave people during the pandemic. It's like, don't be one of the ones that, you know, even if you furloughed everyone, don't disappear. You know, be, be present be visible tell people what's going on you know when there's new stuff coming out talk about it and go hey look i don't know what what's going to be announced in two weeks time but this is where we are today be the voice of property in your area the thing you've been saying for ages about being like the local mayor now do it now don't wait until three months six months 12 months when interest rates have jumped up a lot you know when when the market's shifting when repossession Again, I hate to say this, but all of these people that have moved now have done it based on incomes they've got now. What if they haven't got them? They've also done it based on interest rates as they are now. They've also done it based on energy costs and things, as they were at the time they were moving. If people's costs are spiralling, if unemployment potentially is actually going to go higher, you know, businesses are going to struggle, if that's... I can't guarantee it, but it's the
0: feeling I get. You know, we're hearing lots of talk of recession, That's what happens in a recession. But even if it doesn't happen or it doesn't happen as bad as you say, still being visible and being out there is still going to be a competitive advantage. Being the most marketed agent in your area is never, ever going to hurt you. The issue
1: that I see is there's a lot of people right now who feel like they don't need to do it because it's too easy.
0: all all they they, they seem to do is just chuck their listings they're
1: winning business anyway so I'll do that later right now you know right now I can't keep up right now we've got you know everything's happening so fast haven't got time to focus on the stuff you haven't
0: got time to focus on that you know is important don't wait okay. until it's so, too late. But agents are running around like headless chickens. Is it a case of is that they're doing too much, too little £10, doing too much £10 an hour jobs and not taking a step back on their business and on the business as opposed to in the business?
1: So I think if you're the owner of the business or you're the leader of the business, ask yourself how much time you're spending on the business rather than in, in the day-to-day. And if you're spending too much time in the day-to-day and you're not at, like you say, not stepping back, make that time available, hire someone. Do whatever it is you need to do to make that time available, and when you block that time out, like make it okay. ring fenced. You know, it, it, the most important diary uh, entry you'll ever have is the one where you're working on yourself and working on the business. It's not the one where you go, "Oh, that person that, needs help," and you know, I can jump in because I've done this job before.
0: Is that what you teach? I know you coach a lot of estate agents. Is that what you teach? It really is being accountable, being aware of your weaknesses and strengths, but also just also <coughs> working it out and saying, right, I'm on the business. In, in all seriousness, it's, it's quite simple. The, in all
1: seriousness, one of the reasons to have a coach, you know, regardless of who that is, you know, having someone that holds you accountable it can be another agent in, in a different town where you don't compete. It doesn't have to be someone you're paying, but having someone that you you spend a little bit of time, you know, bouncing ideas with and saying, okay, this is my actions I need to do by a certain time and coming back and saying you've done them. You I don't do, something I'm about to say, I don't do very often, I'll be honest. I don't do it very often, but I have been known to do it. I've had people turn up for a coaching call with me and there were outcomes from the last one they were supposed to do. And I'm like, you know, is it all done? They're like, no, I haven't had time. I'm like, well, you've got the next hour. It's like, what do you mean you've got the next hour? I was like, well, it's a waste of time us having a call. If you haven't done the work from the last one, you've got the next hour, go and get on with it. Now, like I say, I don't like doing that because it's, it's tough love that not everyone appreciates. But sometimes it's what we need, and having someone that holds us accountable actually keeps us focused, keeps us focused on the right things. It's quite simple, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But you know, but lottery winners. Okay, slight tangent here, but (coughs) lottery winners—the percentage of lottery winners that end up broke is frightening. And it's because they get a sudden windfall of money. They didn't make the money. They don't always know how to handle the money, and they don't realize how quickly they're spending it. It's almost the same when a business, especially young businesses that have never gone through a recession before. If you've gone through some of this stuff before, maybe you're you're well qualified to know what to do, right? But if you've never gone through some of this stuff before, if you're a fairly young, fairly new business and you've only dealt with the good times, if you're not prepared for the bad times, you're gonna be like that lottery winner that suddenly goes, now what do I do? Where's the money coming from? How am I gonna pay everyone? And if you leave it until it's
0: too late, it's too late fascinating insight. Thank you for your time today Neil. Thanks Chris.